Hey everyone, and welcome to Saturday, January 27th, 2018. And I'm tired and I'm waking up. Um, so today I'm talking about PTSD and ayahuasca. And as I'm kind of like digging through, um, you know, the information on this, there's a ton of research going on out there. Um, of course, it's still um, all pretty uh, inconclusive because I think, I don't know, it, it makes me think, we all know, we do know, what we do know is that ayahuasca raises serotonin levels. Um, so that will help somebody, you know, with PTSD because oftentimes that part of their body is say depleted because of the amount of stress their central nervous system is under but i think the other thing i was also reading is that um, ptsd symptoms is actually one of the most underdiagnosed or misdiagnosed um diagnoses that is like occurring right now and this is this is actually what I've seen that's really accurate. Um, I see people who come in and say like, oh, I've been diagnosed with this or that. Um, and then there's like, a, there's an author, his name is Pete Walker. He talks about how a lot of time people are just misdiagnosed. And I really think it's because of the denial in the family of origin. Like there's a tendency to rationalize certain behaviors or downplay or minimize like what somebody's been through. Um, and honestly, I think that's like, um, like from a family standpoint and a societal standpoint, like, oh, well, I didn't go into like a huge war or I wasn't in a hurricane, so I can't have PTSD. So, I mean, things like that people, okay, so PTSD or, not even, you know, you don't even, you can drop the D, you know, post-traumatic stress, trauma is a subjective, it is not objective. So you have to remember that if somebody witnesses something or goes through something and they have a traumatic response, meaning they're in a fight or flight and it locks into the central nervous system and then it ends up getting suppressed and not resolved, that's, that can, and that, I mean, that can be, post-traumatic stress right there and then also um if that's if that's reoccurring over long periods of time then it becomes complex pts so um but a lot of time i see people and they're like well i don't really know i don't really think i have post-traumatic stress but i think one of the things that i hear most people talk about when they start thinking or they you know, I'm having a dialogue with them is that they're in fear all the time or they don't feel like they can be themselves or they always think something bad's going to happen or, um, let's see. Um, I mean, there's, and there's, it's hard too, because you can have this layer of functioning over all of this. And that's how I kind of operated for years. I just operated on this like perfectionism. And underneath all of that was like the pain, the hurt, the sadness. But I really created this whole other layer of my personality and persona to project to the world, which is a, what a lot of us actually end up doing for not just trauma reasons, but 
you know, just look at the society we live in. Um, there's not a lot of room for authenticity all the time. So, um, so, and really I'm bringing this up today because this is one of the things that I want to study. And I think in the end, it's going to be very hard to actually get accurate information because I think it's all about like how you word things, um, people's perception of like what post-traumatic stress is. Um, I think the best way to do these types of studies is actually conduct like ayahuasca therapy on an individual basis with somebody who's already a clinician um, because you can get way more accurate information that way. So, um, you know, like someone, like I wonder like, okay, so people are like filling out questionnaires or surveys, which there is a study going on that I kind of really like. It's just like, it's a survey that's floating out there that people can take and just fill out the questions and turn it in. Um, and I feel like this is really like safe anonymity, I can't say the word ever. Um, because you know, there's a lot of fear around ayahuasca right now. Um, and I'll post that link on my Facebook when I post the, uh, the podcast. But um, to me, like the, that has to be like the, the most accurate way to do this is to actually, and the other thing too, that's like, and it, it's, it's, it can be a little frustrating, I think, because how the brew is made each time is gonna be different. And I think that is probably a mystical portion of ayahuasca ceremony that people in the research world aren't going to like because in the research world, everything is consistent and da 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 da. <laughs> and like ayahuasca brews aren't consistent. It, they're not made in a lab. It's usually made by humans with like a, in a culture. Um, and you know, I guess for research purposes, you could make some sort of like, I mean, I I would just like get really sad if like ayahuasca was produced on like a mass level, you know, cause it's just, it's not meant to be done that way. Um, so sidebar, okay. But anyway, the ayahuasca vine is like potentially in trouble because so much of it is being cut and like taken from the rainforest but anyway so um so that's one inconsistency that could probably come up in a study but i guess i think the most important thing is um you know like if if i was gonna run a study i think i would it would have to be like an integrated model like not just looking at ayahuasca but like several other factors that were being tracked. So, um, I mean, it would be cool to do an integrated model versus like ayahuasca alone and like people not really actively engaging in anything else. Like, you know, like, like trauma therapy, integration work, yoga, you know, all these alternative methods. Um, but if somehow, you know, I'm trained in EMDR. So honestly, I just want to like borrow (laughs) from the eight phase model because there's like everywhere from like preparation, like history taking, 
all the way to preparation and then like I guess what would replace like the uh, the re the actual EMDR part is like the ayahuasca ceremony and the last phase would be integration you know just for example so um, I think clinically it has to be set up into phases to um, to understand that this is a step-by-step process like I was just talking to someone last night and I have such a hard time like imagining people like just showing up to these retreats and expecting themselves to go so deep um you know especially for somebody you know um with post-traumatic stress it's it's highly unlikely that people that are like riddled with shame are like showing up to those things because because it's because to be in a social setting like that is way too much energy so I'm kind of wanting to you know help help those or like people with really horrible symptoms who feel paralyzed um so I don't know I've been thinking a lot about this because as I prepare to I mean you guys like seriously I will be packing up my entire house selling my shit and uh, trying to find a place to live in in San Francisco so I can go do this all the while finishing my documentary, finishing my book, um, continuing my podcast. Like, it's it's crazy. Um, so I don't know. I have to really. I'm. I guess I'm kind of using this podcast. I'm using the podcast as a platform to just kind of get my ideas out there and just talk about them. Um, I definitely think I need to set myself a schedule for February. So, um, cause I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, running out of things to talk about, but, but that's impossible, right? Especially with this topic. So I actually think I'm going to go back and to some of the topics I talked about before, but anyway, so, um, yeah, just really like putting my, hypothesis together my my uh my thesis my dissertation for my phd program because my phd program is in east west psychology meaning i'm using west methods and east and integrating the two which is what i've been doing for the past two years ever since i got trained in emdr and i've been i am like you know you're classically trained clinician, but I'm also trained in Reiki. I'm trained in hypnotherapy. I'm trained in past life regression. I believe in metaphysical concepts. Like I believe in meditation. I believe in yoga. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm certified in personal training. Like, you know, I've, I think there's always been a part of me that understands like, it can't just be one thing that somebody's doing. It has to be, a combination of something that the client or the human, you know, excuse me, that finds healthy for them, you know, cause no one can tell anybody what's right for them. Not even, you know, not even me. Like I know I talk a lot about, about ayahuasca on here, but I think for the most part, I generally say like ayahuasca isn't for everybody and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I just, you know, this is what I'm here to talk about and I'm, I'm just, um, 
really interested in breaking down the stigma of it. Once again, our friend told me about this yesterday that he um, he brought up he brought this he brought up ayahuasca at an NA meeting, and um, there was just a lot of tension and eye rolls, and really, I think just fear. You know, it's it's probably what it really was is that people are so fearful of this quote unquote drug, but like. Ayahuasca isn't a drug. It's, I mean, not in the Western sense. You know, it's not like, oh, let's go get some blah, blah, blah from the pharmacy. Like, it's just not how it works. And I pray to God that that's how it never works. Like, if that were, if if that's how this all came, like, whoa, we'd all be like screwed. Um, I mean, I don't know, I could be wrong, but it's just like, um, to me, that would just be feeding into the, I'm just trying to think about it. Ayahuasca dispensary. I don't know. Who knows? I just don't see that working out because uh, I'm I am not the proponent of um, people doing ayahuasca on their own either. So I think a lot of people are. A lot of people say like, oh, like you can sit by yourself, but um, there is something energetically about someone witnessing you release. And, um, you know, it's, I think it is important that there is somebody there, like, and it's not that like, no, someone's not capable, but I think it breaks down a lot of the Western barriers, like that, that false independence, that false self-sufficiency, like we need each other and it's fucking okay. Like there's nothing wrong with that, you know, and building community and like, all these other things that, um, and connecting. And it's really good for integration work. If you don't have anyone there to witness what you went through, like it's gonna be, I think it's more difficult. Um, so um, those are just kind of my thoughts. But so, um, yeah, so I think I was telling you a story about how someone brought up at an NA meeting and it was just like, there was just so much fear around it. And like this, I mean, even till this day, like, you know, I have people who come to me who talk about plant medicine and they're in such fear. They're like, you know, they're looking to me for the answer. And I'm like, dude, just because I have this license on my wall doesn't mean anything. Like, um, you know, granted things, things that are illegal will always be illegal. And also keeping in mind that, you know, ayahuasca through the Santo Daime church or the UDV church, technically makes it a religious sacrament so in that setting it's technically legal however i always say that it's uh that you know anything can happen really because the dmt that's in it is a schedule one drug so um it's <laughs> i don't know like um even sometimes I get like frustrated with it or whatever but the thing is is that this is just gonna take time you know um, the more that people talk about it the more people who are interested in you know helping people find new ways to um, to heal um, I mean some of the things that I'm I'm not so interested in uh, I'm more interested in the narrative data like people's stories that they tell after ceremony because honestly 
that's the story they're telling themselves in their head, right? So biochemically or not, I'm, I'm interested in those things, but I'm really interested in, in the other stuff, the words, the associations, the, I feel this way instead of that way now. Uh, because I mean, I, I don't know. It seems that like we can like look and then that's great. If somehow like maybe there could be somebody else on my research team that kind of is like, well, you know, they're reporting all these awesome things, but also on a biochemical level, they're da, 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 da. And I'm like, that's great. You know, I'm glad you measured that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, I guess the type of research is like, kind of like what Brene Brown does. She's more of like a, she, she gathers like stories and sifts through the stories for keywords. Um, so I think to me, that would be difficult, of course, um, because we all want to describe things in different ways, but also at the same time, I'm sure I can figure out some way to, uh, to make it, um, what's the word consistent double blind study Sarai. Um, so, and this is hard for me too, because like, I've never like saw myself as a researcher, even though like when I first started this journey in psychology, that's actually what I was really into. I was in a research lab and, um, but now I've, I've been in the field with people for like 10 years. So I'm like, okay, like maybe now's the time to go back and, um, see if I really like this whole research thing, which is exciting because I feel like I have that clinical field experience to really work together um, what I want to do next. So anyway, um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I am going to get more organized starting in February. I think I'll post a schedule and like, I think maybe I'll like advertise it and um, make themes of the week and stuff like that. So that will be fun. Um, and I will see you guys back here tomorrow, Sunday, January 28th. And I hope everyone has a great day. Just kidding. I forgot your guys' reading. Hold on. Okay. Um, Knight of Gabriel out of the Archangel Power Tarot cards by Doreen Virtue. So, Knight of Gabriel, what do you have to tell us? Okay, so, <laughs> crap. So, <laughs> it's time to take action. This situation needs your full attention and undivided focus and quick attention. Fortunately, you probably can't wait to get started. Think things through thoroughly and then act with speed and certainty. You, you will intuitively know what direction to move and because you will feel such great passion for the cause. Someone who has immense self-confidence and is always ready for the next adventure. A person who is loyal and generous spirit, courageous, enthusiastic, charismatic, impulsive. That can be me. Um, so, yeah, this kind of like, and the keywords are confident, enthusiastic, courageous. Oh my God, wow. It's like this picture of this warrior and she's like in the sand with this angel in the sky. Um, and it's like really, uh, 
speaks to what's happening right now. I know I have a lot of organizing to do as I was just talking about earlier. So I will get to it this weekend. But um, yeah, if there's something in your life right now that you know that you want to do that you're really passionate about, like now is the time. Um, actually, it's definitely the time. Today's the full moon, guys. You know, like um, write your goals down. Make a vision board. Um, I have I have like a vision wall right now that I'm working on. Um, I should probably... Well, not I should. I will um, spend some time with that today. So um, really, really good things are happening in my life. And the, the coolest part of it is that I've manifested all of it. Like, well, well, actually everything that's in my life I've manifested. But it's hard to believe at times. Um, or for me, it's like to I want to be humble and like don't always take full credit because like, you know, because it's only it's only part of me right the other part is also like just spiritually the world giving me what i ask for and so i'm very thankful for everything that has come my way um so anyway i will keep you guys updated i'll be back here tomorrow um and i hope you guys have a great full moon um burn some stuff let some shit go you know that x you're hanging on to get rid of them <laughs> and yeah All right. Bye.